Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the Tech Reformation, where the world of technology meets the worldview of Christianity. As a society, we've gotten very reliant on our smartphones. Very, very reliant. So much so that you might think we have a problem. Well, fear not. Google and Apple are here to help our digital well-being with recent software, and that is what we're talking about this week. How does this stuff work? Why is it here? And should we be using it? Well, let's get into it. I'm Derek Mast, and joining me this week is Ben Robin and Craig Ellis. So we've got two varieties, uh, two flavors of digital well-being introduced this year. We We got started with this whole trend in... Google I.O. in May, um, where Google obviously announced a bunch of new features for all of its products, including Android. And then Apple followed up with similar features uh, at their WWDC conference in June. Uh, And we're going to talk about how all of them work. So we'll just start with Android um, because, you know, that's the one we all know best, actually. (laughs) Actually, I didn't realize this when I was planning the episode until I, you know, actually started planning the episode. But the digital well-being stuff for Google is not actually out yet. Um, even though Android Nine, Android Nine Pi, is uh, is released. What if it was Pi, like a detective? Oh, Pi. Android Nine, uh, private investigator. Yeah. Thank you for not doing the uh, the the mathematical reference that everybody does. That was good, good original stuff there. I also didn't use my movie announcer trailer voice in a world where <laughs> iPhones are the best. <laughs> I couldn't think of the dialogue, so I just made it up. That's why it sucked. Clearly. If anyone was wondering why that sucked so bad, it's because I hadn't fully thought it through it happens, before my, my mouth started making sounds. Happens to me all the time. I tell you that's what. That's what that's like. <laughs> that's, You're that's over what there wondering, these why does Derek just stumble all, all over his words all the time? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand this phenomenon. Anyway, even though Android Pie is not released, or, or has been released, there we go again, digital well-being is going to be a separate app that is not released yet, but it is on beta if you want to get that, if you have the Pixel phones. Um, but that should be coming out sometime later this year, possibly this fall, not sure. But anyway, the the whole, uh, Google's whole thought about how their digital well-being stuff should work is the great technology should help and not distract. So um, let's get into what this stuff actually does. So they have a, a few few different things here. They have an app dashboard uh, where you can see how long you've been on your phone, what apps you've had open, how many notifications you've received, and how often you check your phone. Uh, you can set app timers for, you can set daily time limits for specific apps. Um, they have new stuff for Do Not Disturb and, um, and a feature called Wind Down where uh, for Do Not Disturb, um, you can set do not disturb with uh, i think there's an a new fast link thing um in your in your fast icon bar or something i'm not familiar with android so people bear with me yeah the apple has changed that as well and it's annoying me but anyway we'll get to that okay and you can or you can flip your phone upside down again not released yet but it's coming and 
And uh, for wind down, hey Derek, is this released yet or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just to be it's, clear, it's not it's released not yet. Released? I, I wasn't sure if it was released or not, but it turns out it's not released. <laughs> okay, great. I think I'm clear now. Okay, so it's released. <laughs> no, no. So you can set a daily schedule for bedtime and waking up, and your screen will fade to grayscale as you get uh, to your set do not disturb time, which is cool. Uh, you can you have more control over your notifications. Uh, they basically provide a they just threw a crap ton of options for blocking certain kinds of notifications from any app individually. Um, there's a great article from Android Authority, I think that uh, does a good rundown on that stuff. If you want to check that out, I'll put that in the show notes. And they have Family Link, which uh, you can manage the apps that your kids use on their phone. I think via your phone. Um, and you can keep an eye on your screen on their screen time with that. So that's about uh, Android stuff. And then iOS 12. iOS 12 uh, announced a bunch of the same type of features, but some of their there's some uh, uh, there's some different stuff, some overlap, some different nuances. So with notifications, uh, they now group your notifications into a thread in, into it being by thread or by application. And it's the best. It is the best. Keeps the visual clutter down without losing the information. It is the best. It's much easier to manage notifications from the cover sheet. You can turn off notifications for an app like with a little button right right on the notification. Um, or you can tell it to deliver them quietly, so not ping you, but still bring it, put it on your uh, notification center. Do Not Disturb is more flexible now, uh, letting you pick from Control Center if you want to turn it on for an hour or until you leave a location or until the next morning, or sometimes it'll pick up that you're in the middle of a calendar event, and it may suggest that as an end time too. Uh, it shows. It also shows a dark notification on the lock screen saying Do Not Disturb is on, so it's easier to remember that you have it on. Craig, was that what you were talking about earlier? Uh, no, I was... I was um... I must admit, I was blaming screen time for something that I was annoyed at Apple TV for. Oh. I got my <laughs> Apple services confused. They've added, oh, gotcha. I don't know if, it's, if you guys have noticed, but on the um, swipe up dashboard screen, they've noticed an Apple TV. Yes. Uh, they've added an Apple TV thing right down the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's where I used to always go to, it's where I, by default, when I'm in the dark, go to tap for my torch light. Ah, so yes. I keep tapping Apple TV when I'm trying to put my son to bed and work out whether I'm going to smack his head on the end of his <laughs> bed or whatever. And then I'm like, no, no, not that one, the torch one. And, you, know, anyway. you know, you can organize that in settings, I believe. Yes, I really should just actually get a, get onto the Oh, yeah. That, so it's really a user error thing at this point, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. That's <laughs> one of those IE10T errors. Let, let's not say user error. Let's just say user laziness. Okay. To date. Cool. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And then we have kind of the main feature of of Apple's iOS stuff is screen time. Um, very similarly to Google's, you can see how long you've been on your phone, what apps and app categories you've been using the most, how many notifications you've received, how often you check your phone. You can also see what app limits you've set and set individual app or website limits from the list of most used items. And now we're going to play a game. Everybody grab your iPhone. Yes, oh, app. go to the settings app <laughs> uh-huh. and yes. then go to screen time mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. and then tap on Benjamin's iPhone. That's not what yours says, but <laughs> blank's iPhone mm-hmm. and then tap on last seven days. Yeah, that's where I am already. 
All right, listener, you can play along if you want. Now, here we go. <laughs> How many hours per day, on average, did you look at your phone last seven days? Derek. So, if we're just talking about No, 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 phone, no explanations, <laughs> just lightning round. Income the, the caveats. <laughs> no, this is actually a good number for me. Uh, two hours and 24 minutes per day, roughly. Craig. One hour and 48 minutes. Oh my gosh, I'm getting creamed here. <laughs> Three hours and 45 minutes per day, which is down yes. 19% from last week when I was a real heathen. <laughs> severe nomophobe is no longer a severe nomophobe. <laughs> I, right, I am what down. was your weekly total, Derek? I, uh, my weekly total is 16 hours and 50 minutes. Oh my goodness. Craig? 12 hours and 43 minutes. Mine is 24, no, 26 hours and 16 minutes. Okay, what was your number one category and by how many hours did you use it, Derek? Oh, I see. Okay, social networking is three hours and 48 minutes. Well, that's pretty good. Social networking is six hours and 38 minutes. Oh my goodness. Social networking is six hours and 26 minutes. I didn't pretty lose close. that one. <laughs> All right. Well, well, next. 10 minutes apart. What limits did you set, Derek? I have Facebook. I have a Facebook limit set at one at uh, five minutes. Or no, I have it set at one minute. And what? Uh, basically, just so it's as low as I could possibly set it for Facebook. Um, Why not just delete the app? Well, I, I did. I have the app is deleted. It's when it's going on Safari. Oh, okay, cool. So that's cool. how that works. And then I have YouTube set at 30 minutes. Okay. Craig? I have none set currently, and the reason is I did have it set. I had it set mainly for the social networking because I identified that that would likely be the biggest um, chewer of time. And I think I set it to either one hour or two hours daily as a limit. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I... T- the primary reason I turned it off, because I was getting, you know, I was... Uh, uh, main time I check my phone, I spend a fair bit of time on my phone, is in the evenings when my wife is breastfeeding and we're watching TV. This sounds like a caveat, which no, is no, no, not no, allowed no, no, in this no, no. lightning I know round exactly game. No, no, no. What going to say. I need to explain what happened. So I was getting it yeah. for Facebook and Instagram, and I was like, okay, cool, fair. I've used up my time there. But then when I went to go to bed, I was reading, and I wanted to update my Goodreads, and apparently that's social networking. Oh. So, Whereas I use that for tracking more than for interaction with other people. Interesting. Tracking okay. my reading. And so I had Fair. to then keep saying, ignore limit, ignore limit. And so I turned it off. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Uh, my only limit is games one hour. Similar to Craig, I had social networking one hour, but iMessage counts as social networking, which is uh-huh. hogwash, balderdash, ridiculous. Yep. Yep. So I removed it within like two days of putting it iMessage yeah, or Facebook crazy. message? iMessage. Messages. Like iMessage. Wow. Yeah, that, they, I, I got to change that. Was, that. I was thinking I want, when I had that feature turned on, I was thinking really good idea, but I want to be able to within social networking tick and untick exactly. which apps because otherwise it's just too comprehensive. Like your whole phone is locked and you're like, oh, I can't do anything until seven. And now's where Derek tells us how stupid we are and that that's actually a thing we can do. Derek, no, no, there's <laughs> just a good. You're talking about the social networking thing and messages. <laughs> yeah yeah no that's a lot of people have called that out as being dumb and that there should be the worst different. basically yeah. what i've chosen to do is just limit facebook or like the social networking that i actually want limited obviously it's Wait, a specific time that's limit. a thing you can do how yeah. do you do that so what you do is you go into your uh, most your most you, you scroll down and you see your most used okay. stuff there and you tap okay tap on your Aha! most used stuff 
Excellent. Then Thanks, you can Derek. set. Yeah, you can set a limit there at the bottom. All right, Hang back on. to the game, Derek. Okay. What is your most used app? My most used app is Safari. For how many hours? For five hours and fifty-one minutes. I don't know Whoa. how that's possible. Craig, this is all week. Don't forget. Most used app in the last seven days, Facebook. How many hours? Three hours, 18 minutes. Mine is messages, two hours and 59 minutes. Nice. should not count as social networking. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Now's the really damning part. Here we go. Number of pickups per day in the last seven days on average, Derek. 75. Number of pickups. Craig. On average, you're saying? Yeah, it's the big number at the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh... The, okay, so per day, 40. Oh, my goodness. I have a problem, guys. <laughs> 168. Oh, my goodness. Are you using it for work, though? Because if you're using it for work, then... Uh, maybe a little. Yeah, but, some for work, for I sure. I mean, I use my phone for work, so... So do I, but, but not intensely. Like, I use it for calendar and stuff like that, but not on all day, so... Okay, now, give me your most pickups number, Derek. 526. What's the range? Wait, what do you mean? No, 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 not total pickups. Oh, oh most, most pickups. pickups. 132 uh, between Tuesday what? and Wednesday. You guys are okay. both nomophobes and I'm vindicated. I'm fine. 80 is the most pickups between, between Monday and Tuesday. Oh, wow. Okay, mine's 257 between Monday and Tuesday. So what? I'm the worst. So that's not right, total. What's one. your total? <laughs> uh, my total's 1176. Oh my goodness. 280. I picked my phone up a thousand times in the last seven days. <laughs> Help. Please send help. Hey, right. Ben, have you read 12 Ways Your Phone Is Changing You? Yeah, I got through chapter one and stopped. <laughs> All right, last one, last one. Notifications. How many, what's the big number in the top left? 404. Oh, my goodness, Craig. 83. <laughs> what? No, How is that not. even possible? No, wait, are you on the, today or are you on the last seven days? Scroll up to the top. Oh, my gosh, you're on the last seven days. What the heck? How's that possible? He, nobody texts him, clearly. No, I just have I just have most of my notifications turned off. I yeah. hate notifications. No, they annoy me. Right. I totally understand. This is unfair, but my number is 1,460. Wow. And I just want you to know that I get around 208 per day, and messages were 1,036 of those. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at you, all my other friends who text me nonstop. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, my messages is is by far the most at 278. Most of my notifications turned off. My messages is 44. Now, I, I tried to clarify this at the very beginning, but um, you didn't let me, Ben. So uh, whatever your reaction here is comes down to your being your fault. I I was going to ask is <laughs> if you wanted me to just do my phone data or my phone and my iPad data. Oh, yeah. Oh. That would have been different for me as well. No, no, no. I just wanted phone. But okay. since you have an iPad, that makes that does obviously make it. Yes. significantly less that brings up my average uh for screen time every day to four hours and 17 minutes so it basically doubles stuff 130 pickups per day um 567 notifications so yeah by the way All right. the uh new the ipad generation 6 it's a good machine very happy with it now we need to know they've got a track i'm sure they track this somehow but I'd like to know how many times I've clicked through that stupid time limit barrier. No, give me 15 more minutes. That please, would be Apple an interesting statistic. Yeah. 
So, yeah, let's get into what app limits are. This is where you can set time limits for most categories of apps, which is similar but not the same to Google. Uh, it allows, like we were saying, it allows you to limit your social media time in general if that's the category you choose, or you can uh, click one of some of your most used apps and set time limits for them specifically. However, what happens is it pops up a screen that says, hey, you've, you've uh, gotten all of your time out of this app. Would you, and then it has a little button that lets you bypass it. So it's basically a reminder to say, hey, you should get off. Would you like 15 more minutes? <laughs> um, so yeah. So I, I do click through that uh, quite a bit sometimes, depending. And then a couple other features. Uh, we have downtime where you can schedule time away from the screen. This is an interesting feature because you can use it in a couple of different ways. You can set a length of time. For instance, if you're going to bed, you might set it from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. During that time, all of your apps will be grayed out and untappable on your home screen, except for your phone app and any apps that you explicitly allow. So... And so you could even set downtime for work hours if you have a bad Facebook or texting habit and allow every app but those problem apps. Um, so you can have some interesting uses. Uh, you can do that by making always allowed apps, which is where you can list all the apps you want to be allowed on at all times. And you can set all of this up as a parent for your kid's phone too. If they reach the end of their time, a notification pops up on your phone asking for more time which is pretty sweet. And lastly, all of this can be shared with your other iOS devices, so you can either set screen time up separately on your iPad and iPhone or have them operate and track time together. So, Derek, after this conversation, are you going to combine them or are you going to leave them separate? Oh, they're already combined. Yes, no. I, oh, I already, at, so those figures you gave us were combined? No, um, you can see. you can also see them separately. Okay, so if you combine them, you can still see them separately. That's cool. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Let's take a break quick to talk about our sponsor, which this week is Valley Vintage Shop, where you can get soaps, balms, and oils made the vintage way. Now, no matter what you're looking for, whether it be uh, beard care for, for the guys, it is obviously getting to be beard season now in the upper hemisphere, whether you need hair serums or hair balms for the ladies, uh, room or body sprays, lip balm, handmade soap, whatever, Valley Vintage has you covered with all-natural handmade products. If you've ever been interested about having homemade stuff uh, in your life to help you clean and smell good, uh, you should go to valleyvintageshop.com to take a look at their selection. Their stuff is good quality and all of their merchandise is packaged in recyclable material. So as you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your environment. So to get some to try, go to valleyvintageshop.com and use our code TECH for 10% off your order. Thanks to Valley Vintage for sponsoring this week of Tech Reformation. So obviously you guys have tried this stuff out. What did you think? And has it helped you? What what have been your goals in uh, in doing this? Aside from just preparing for the podcast, uh, for me it gives me. Well, the intention was I want to spend less time on my phone, mm -hmm. um, because that's just always a good goal to have. Uh, and I'm sort of trying to get myself ready for the light phone, which I think will otherwise be a huge leap into nothingness. Oh um, yeah, when's that coming? You know, uh, that April next year is the 
scheduled release date if all goes to plan in the manufacturing process. Okay, cool. Um, and so, yeah, I sort of thought that would that that's why I turned it on and just out of interest as well. Um, the reason, the main reason is that like the Goodreads thing and, and the fact that things like podcasts even, like Pocket Casts, I think, was shown up as social media. So, I was trying to listen to, sometimes oh. I, I go to sleep listening to a podcast if I'm a bit wired and needing to, you know, focus on something semi while I'm sleeping. Um, and that, yeah, that wasn't allowing me to do that and stuff. So, I was kind of like, until I figure out how to configure this more granu- at a more granular level, then I'm going to turn it off. Um with the app limit side of things. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think in principle is a good idea. I, in terms of like how I was going to use it or using it as a crutch, it was more um, it was more out of interest because I don't otherwise tra- have any way of tracking. Like I don't set a timer every time I open Facebook and, t- and close it again. So, I wanted to know, I guess, numerically how, how much time am I spending on this and is it a real problem or is it sort of in a, in a decent ballpark amount? Um, so to have the feature where it says, Hey, you've, you know, in 10 more minutes, you've used up your one hour or two hours or whatever the limit was that I set. Um, that was kind of helpful to just as a reminder to go, okay, yep, cool. It wasn't sort of a huge point of frustration. Like, no, I want to be on for three more hours, but, um, yeah, it was just sort of handy to do that. And then to be able to look at the stats and, um, terribly pleasing to find out that, uh, compared to you guys, I'm certainly in the normal range so yeah that's good definitely you're you're probably way <laughs> abnormal as far as the low end goes like you are you're you're, well, you're as far as the notifications place. goes yeah <laughs> well no i mean else. in general though yeah oh really okay ben what was uh what are your goals i think i started this whole endeavor with the <clears throat> simple goal of not looking at my phone as much But then I realized I use my phone for a lot of good, productive things like, uh, well, I could give examples, but people can probably think of their own examples. And so the metric of how many times I pick my phone up isn't quite as helpful as I maybe would have thought originally. So I like the individual app limits. That's helpful. I like the like downtime, full, no phone limits because I do want some time with like no phone period. But what I'd rather do is just maximize the time when I do pick my phone up. So I've kind of been, there's a little more nuance there, but I've been kind of using it that way more mm-hmm. than anything. Yeah, I I will. So I started playing with this feature way back when iOS 12 first came out. And my uh, my numbers have definitely gone down since, since then. Uh, be And being aware of, Wow, that is a lot of times that I pick up my phone in a day. Why am I doing that? Oh, there are a lot of times I pick it up that I don't actually need to pick it up. Um, so I do think that's helpful uh, to some extent. Obviously, I do I do a lot of work on my phone too. Um, but yeah, I think for me, the being aware of how I'm interacting with my phone, even if it's just raw uh, contextless numbers, um, I can think about those numbers and add context to it later. Um, but it's nice to have hard numbers for some of this stuff. Plus, and it's good to have the uh, reminders too. Like uh, there's going to be nights when I tap through that you, that um, notification on YouTube like probably five or six times. Every night this week. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
Forget you, iPhone. I know what's better for me. <laughs> but that's what I is... haven't. That's Sorry. what I haven't told you guys. The entertainment um, apps on my iPad was eleven hours across the week. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, that's a lot. And that's oh because word. that's because in the evening, when like I said, when my wife and I are sitting down on the couch from eight o'clock until eleven o'clock or something, mm-hmm. we don't watch any. Um, Free-to-wear TV, it's all catch-up TV and mm-hmm. Netflix and stuff, which I sometimes stream through the iPad. So Okay, so to be fair, these guys have crazy stats when they pull out their iPads. I don't have an iPad, so <laughs> everything's on <laughs> exactly. my, my iPhone, so that's why... See, this, this is why... unfair now. We need to <laughs> well, go back and redo the, the whole thing. Well, that's, that's the, the only crazy stat, though. That's the only crazy stat, the rest of my iPad. Like, the pickups of my iPad is like eight times a day or something. It's pretty low, so... Yeah. The, uh... See, this is why you should always let me give, uh, you know, give caveats, Ben. I reject <laughs> you, fool. <laughs> so anyway, why did you guys think, why do you think that the industry decided this was something they needed to provide for all of us? Guilt. Ba- bad PR. <laughs> Guilt and bad PR. <laughs> Highly negative reasons. Well, I think, you know, they're talking, I was just reading an article on TechCrunch, which I've seen before, you know, former Facebook Uh president Sean Parker is openly worried about what social media is doing to our children. Um, Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing with, like, uh, Bill Gates doesn't let his kids, or Steve Jobs doesn't let his kids use- Steve Jobs didn't let his kids kids use a computer. Yep. A former Google exec, Tristan Harris, launched a coalition of technologists and activists called the Center for Humane Technology which encourages the implementation of new design principles to help put users back in control of their technology usage. So, I think it's two-pronged. I think it's... They're, they're, I'm sure there are some genuinely not-for-the-media concerned people in the, uh, you know, developer space or app um, sort of ownership space who are, uh, who are legitimately concerned about the monster that they've created and the fact that they still control all the advertising side of it and they're getting lots of money, but... Um, they are actually not keen on, I guess what what the poten- what the downsides are and and how those are affecting people. I'm sure there's also a lot of people in the industry who just don't care about that at all, and that's not even a factor for them. So I think it would be probably more that way than there'd be less people who are seriously worried about it and still working in the industry. But I'm sure they exist, and I think bad PR comes into it because this is you know um, you know we've talked about this as kind of like. I think, Derek, you made a comment the other week like this is something that's crept up on us or something. Mm-hmm. And it has and it hasn't because it's been talked to, Like, I remember back in 2004 when I was at university, people were talking about, you know, the amount of internet time and all this kind of thing. Ben's looking at me like crazy eyes. A time <laughs> before on? the iPhone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, man, we, we, we was, I was doing electronic publishing on the internet and reading HTML4 manuals to try and get my head around all the tags I could possibly use and stuff. Was... When the cavemen roamed yeah. the earth. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> roamed, 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 roamed. The... When the cavemen <laughs> roamed... Yeah, you know what? Just leave it in there. I don't care. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I think, you know, even, even when it was like newer than it is now, we were already having initial conversations about the way that this is a game changer and all this kind of stuff. You know, that kind of same te- um, terminology was being used. Um, and so, I think more in more recent years, it's gone from, wow, look at all the changes that this thing has brought to these changes aren't all good and some of them are really, really bad and it's affecting people's brain wiring and stuff like that. And so, mm-hmm. you'll always get that and that's actually not a bad thing. I think that's just a development in the way people, the amount of criticism people bring to it because they're sort of more 
um, they start to look not just at how is it helping us, but how is it not helping us? You know what I mean? So, the, I think the initial thing with new technology like an iPhone or um, iPad or something similar is awesome. This is It's a new device. What can I do with it? Um, and then once you've been doing that with it for a while, then it becomes, mm, should I be doing this? <laughs> or, you know, how much should I be doing this? And you kind of start to think about um, habits and, and creating healthier habits and all that kind of thing. So, I think this is a natural progression. But I think it's there's a lot of bad PR out there for the industry about how seriously this stuff can, um, yeah, damage people's brains or, or whatever. You know, I don't I don't know what all the terminology is that that is thrown around, but um, yeah, it can sort of have a have a real tangible negative impact on children and families and social interactions and skills, social skills and stuff like that. So I think that's probably you know it's a it's in their interests to show hey we've heard you we've heard the feedback. And maybe we're concerned about this ourselves. I can't speak for Apple and Google on that. Um, but here's something we've created to try and help out where we can. Mm-hmm. And clearly, Apple cares about this more than Google since they released theirs first, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, my last question, I saw this. I saw someone commenting about this. Well, have, you know, have you heard about the Samsung-specific um, features? Are there Samsungs? If you... If you yeah, if you reach your daily social media limit, your phone just blows up, just catches on fire. And- <laughs> you walked right into that one, Derek. <laughs> I should have seen that coming. I don't yeah, know why should've. I didn't see that coming. Sorry, that Samsung. Good. I love you. But- Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I saw an article commenting about this, and I thought I'd bring it up just for the sake of discussion. Is this sort of movement from from tech companies uh, infantilizing, like treating us like babies? Is it a bit silly? Um, does it seem... I bet you don't think it is. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't I wouldn't rule me out just, just yet. But uh, does it seem silly that we need our phones to tell us to not use our phones? Shouldn't we be able to have this discipline, this self-discipline? Um, after all, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. Did someone say that? Uh, that that's the Bible. That's the Bible. No, no, I, I mean, say- did some. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. <laughs> Appreciate you clarifying that. Did someone say that in relation to this issue, Derek? No, they didn't. They didn't. Okay. Derek did. It was. I. I don't know. I don't remember. That was where OG. It was. OG Derek. <laughs> Tell me more about what the Bible says, please. <laughs> well, it continues, Ben, and it says God is faithful, and He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, He will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. The, what I was talking about before with um, measurement is like, I, I, I guess I don't see that as um, babying or inf- infantizing or whatever, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> having a, the, the phrase, do, should we need our phones to tell us not to use our phones as much, sounds really um, ridiculous in terms of like, it sounds like the answer should be obvious. No, mm-hmm. we shouldn't need our phones to tell us that. If the if the but phone is the problem, it can't be the solution. It can't be the solution, except that um, a phone is a far better computing system and recording system and analysis system than I am. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, I think if there was no... Like, without these features, as I said, before I turned this on, even though I've turned it off, before I turned it on, I had less information about my interactions. Now, I at least know what the numbers are and know that I'm... Compared to Ben, I'm within, you know, I'm good. I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, Craig, the only problem with that is that I'm not the standard Jesus is. And 
Tragically, Whoa. you've fallen far short of that standard of perfection. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes. But he doesn't have an iPhone, and so I'm not sure what his standard iPhone usage is. But uh, yes, I agree. In all areas, he is the standard. <laughs> well, I don't think our phones are telling us not to use our phones. I think we're using our phones to teach us to be better with our phones. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't tell me when downtime is. I tell it when downtime is. You listen here, <laughs> iPhone. 9 p.m., stop bugging me with all your crap. Yeah. Well, it can't tell you unless you get it to because it's neutral. It's just a piece of technology that does its thing. <laughs> and you control it. As uh, I mean, as we always talk about, there's there's balance. Um, if you Obviously, th- this stuff is not meant to restrict you from like pawing at the thing at YouTube and 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 getting more YouTube. Like that's not what it's engineered for. It's engineered for you to use it as um a reminder to kick in kick in your brain where it's where you want to be pulling yourself back. Right? It's it's meant to be a tool. I, I it's helpful. If you would like to share your opinions on these digital wellness features and give us your tips and tricks, we'd love to hear it in our Slack team at slack.techreformation.com. I know it's not team, it's workspace, but whatever. (laughs) Whatever indeed. Also, follow us on Twitter at Tech Reformation. And if you really want to, you can go to techreformation.com and find more episodes. This has been Tech Reformation. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. And I ain't looking back No, no I ain't looking back No, no I just use use what tools you have available to, to like uh, use your brain to make a choice of what <laughs> how you want to accomplish you. Let me this try is that the again. podcast where we tell people to use their brains. <laughs> no, it's just it's Derek's clarion call to everyone. Stop being such a fundamentalist. <laughs> have you seen Doug Wilson's got a new book called Mere Fundamentalism? By the way, oh my goodness, <laughs> my clarion call. And Derek, in response, I'll just tell you, no, sir. No, sir.